Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello again. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. My name is Ryan Jones. Joining me, as always, Katie. Wait, hello. Hello. Have you recovered from that ridiculous two-day Bachelor finale? I have not. Have you? I can barely see straight, not going to lie, especially when I was trying to go through my notes and everything just started to look alike after a while. Mine are all over the place, so I'm not sure how this episode's going to go. Well, we are going to fail to succeed and see how that goes. Before we get to the bomb that was the final 30 minutes of the show, or whatever you want to call it, which was Barb, as really (laughs) only Barb could be, Uh, Let's go all the way back to the beginning, uh, which, oddly enough, also involved Barb. Weird. I know, right? She just had to be included in the biggest parts of the show. Peter meeting up with his family in Australia. He's torn between two women. You think this is going to be a nice, you know, family meeting time and... It quickly just goes downhill. I'm not going to absolve Barb, especially now knowing what we know. But I don't know that Peter did himself or Madison any favors by telling them about the ultimatum or whatever you want to call it? Yes. No, he did not. I really think that's how this whole thing stemmed from, really. If he had left that part out, there might have not even been this much of an issue for this finale. (sighs) Well, there's so many parts of this that I think I have trouble processing. It's great to be close with your family and to share a lot with your family. And obviously, we remember last year when the four times in the windmill thing, his parents hooting and hollering, which is weird enough. Yeah. But to tell them... That also explains so much about about them before this, this episode. But to be talking about one of the girls' preferences with sex or their lifestyle choice or whatever you want to call it right off the bat i started sort of shaking and like why are you talking to your parents about sex with any of the women i don't think he thought it was going to be this big of an issue um i think she started off saying you know have they both said i love you and then that's kind of where he segued into well hannah has but madison there was this whole issue with the fantasy suite and all these concerns and right then like a switch flipped and her mom was like well his mom was basically saying that's a huge issue right like, away yeah. it was at that point it was because I think at first when he was explaining who was left, and was like, oh, Madison, you met her at the vow renewal. And they were like, oh, we already kind of know her. And then Hannah Ann and got the first impression rose. As soon as he explained that whole ultimatum situation, a switch definitely flipped. And all of a sudden she was like, well, that's an issue. That's not fair. Blah, blah, blah. And, and it was kind all of, three of them. Because yeah. Because 
even the brother, Jack, who's a whole other issue about how, oh, well, it's sort of late in the game for her to tell that to you. And I don't disagree. We talked about that. Yeah. But it's just so weird for the family to be talking about. Well, at first I thought it kind of sounded that Jack was on Peter's side because he was like, all right, guys, calm down. Like, if <laughs> if Peter can get over this and get through it, then we can too. And then that's kind of how we just went into Hannah Ann's meeting with the parents. Right. And so Hannah obviously working from a bit of an advantage and she didn't even know it. She comes in and she didn't know anything that was happening this episode. episode. Right it to the end and you know, which she talked about a bit, but immediately the parents are fawning all over her. Wow, this could be us you know, you two could be us in thirty years. Yeah. It was a bit much, I think. Like this is the first time meeting Hannah Ann, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, like you two are basically me and your father, and like all this stuff. And it was, it's literally been like 10 minutes. Seriously. And I know that Peter has said, sort of alluded to that he falls fast, and the parents specifically said he falls fast, he falls hard. And we know where he gets that from now because immediately yeah. it's Google eyes. Oh my God, Hannah Ann's the best yeah, ever. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if it was some type of editing. I mean, it's all edited, of obviously, but I mean, it just went right into her saying how alike they are to um, to his parents, and then his dad saying, "Oh, they're extremely compatible." And, and he um, loved that word. Oh yeah, my god! Oh my, he kept he, going back to compatible. Yeah. I wanted to compatible oh. and apprehensive. Literally I, every chance that he got, he used those words. I wanted to shake him because he just kept going back to the C word and the C word that you can say on TV. Yeah. It's just, oh. Yeah, but um, then he sits, Peter sits down with his dad and his dad's, you know, saying, are you leaning one way or another? Like, you're in this tough situation. And obviously it was clear that he was leaning towards Madison. Totally. Um, and... Right there, his father was like, you know, you got to do what's best for you. <laughs> really? really? Do you? Because it doesn't sound like you're going to support him either way. And I think dad probably already knew sort of the obstacles that Madison would be facing before they even met her again. Yeah. Which, like you said, is so bizarre because initially everything went well at the the vow renewal, seemingly. It was great. And yeah. They, and she talked about it glowingly initially, but this whole sex thing conversation yeah, I I'm immediately not sure. just... I mean, yeah, the whole ultimatum thing, like, it probably wasn't the best look for her. But at the same time, like, I don't know, I feel like she was... her His mother was acting like it was this huge thing, like... She had cheated on him with, like, I don't know, a producer or something. Um, like, this whole thing. And, it like, she really didn't, at this point, do no. anything that his mom should be too upset over. Right. But then Madison gets to meet Team Hannah Ann. I mean, his parents and mom. Jack. Yeah. And what we don't know, and I guess... Probably shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, maybe three hours is extreme, but they stop outside first and have this long, drawn-out conversation that they weren't able to have last time that they spoke and clearly needed to hash some things out, which finally somehow ended up with – I don't know if it was meant quite the way she – it was almost as if she was going to use it as like a, well, I was going to tell you I love you type thing, like, psh, 
But immediately Peter's like, oh my God, this is the greatest day ever. Yeah. You just said that you love me. Yeah, it it was weird. The whole three-hour thing was weird because how can you say it was actually Madison's fault saying that it took three hours? She didn't like, want to meet us. You're like you're filming. Like obviously it's not just gonna you're just gonna skip over or have a quick conversation and then go into the house. Like you're still filming a show. So you're you probably had to have that conversation maybe a couple times. Like a camera wasn't working or something. Like it's not you can't say Madison took three hours because she didn't want to meet you. I thought that was unfair. We were jet lagged and yeah. she made us wait three hours. Yeah. You guys didn't see everything from that episode, okay? Yeah. As exactly. If, we <laughs> Exactly. We didn't see everything. But as if somehow if we did know either of those two things that they were jet lagged, shocking, going around the world, they're jet lagged. Or that oh, they sorry. had to sorry <laughs> about that year on your free trip to Australia. World. Or that they, they had to wait three hours. Who cares? Yeah. Like why Literally that... that's your only job that day is to meet this one girl. So and what you're... what do you care if it's gonna take longer? Somehow those are your two like tent poles of Look at all this. This is what we're we're planting our flag here that you made us wait three hours. Again, mm. like you're acting like she did something horribly or or set or was rude to you or something. And at least we didn't see that. Like right. if you're just going off of the whole waiting around for three hours, so I lame. think that's ridiculous. And as soon as they sit down, they start talking about, oh, you know how, you know, having sex with someone else and I'm just pulling my hair out again. I can't believe like, you're married, so and awkward. you're not going to talk with your parents, I would assume, no, about no. anything nope. sex-related. Nope. And some people can, and that's great, good for you. I Again, judgment-free zone, other than the people that are on the show. <laughs> other than the people that are on the show. But I just, I, shocking to me that that's the first thing we want to talk about. Yeah. It Let's was... talk about how he's having sex with other people. Yeah. It was weird. And the only thing weirder was that was when... Jack sat down with Peter <laughs> and decided so to good. like try to talk him out of it because he he would have to abstain from sex until marriage. Marriage? Crazy. Like, you're okay with that? You can sign up for that not having sex? Like what is wrong with this family? Like and is that the only thing that matters? I loved Peter's pure shock in reaction to that of yeah. I'm not being forced here. Yeah. Like I understand What's happening? Yeah. None of this is a shock to me. I understand that is our relationship, and that's what I've sort of been talking about, and, and both of us really, for this last month or, or whatever that it's been going on about, oh, you know, sex before marriage, and should that go to the other relationships? No. As long as he's respecting that, which clearly he does, Yeah. I don't know how that's so hard for people to accept, but Jack was having none he of it. He was just like, oh my God, like, how are you going to live with yourself? And I thought that was, you know, even even weirder of a conversation to happen. I just, I don't know that I expected any of them to be so anti one way or the other, but for Jack to be sort of this underdog fighter for Peter being able to have sex was not something I was expecting to have <laughs> no. to, to watch either. Like, why was this a thing? And Madison gets to sit down with Barb, lucky her. And I guess this should have been a little bit of forewarning because watching this part, I didn't really think that much. I thought it was awkward, but didn't think it was a big deal. Now, seeing how she exploded at the end of the live show, we think, oh, 
the editing actually might have saved us from how terrible Barb is because I have a feeling she might have even gone in more than what we saw. And even what we saw... Yeah, I think she did. ...was bad because you have the immediate, oh, well, you know he likes to party. And I don't know, yeah. we're, we're spiritual. And then another crazy, the the C word of this date was compromising. Ugh. Like, that was every other word in these conversations. But I, I think you're right. I think they they edited out a lot more because, I mean, jumping ahead a little bit, like, I think this is what broke Madison was this meeting of yeah. the parents. She, I think she got the good edit. Yeah. Mainly because they think they knew they were going to unleash her on the live show and or they thought, well, maybe she'll calm down when she's on live TV and not – you know, destroy her son yeah. in front of a live studio audience and, and you know, 20 million Plot people twist. watching. Right, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, uh, she does, and she's happy to, but it just, as bad as it was, I just have a feeling that it got even worse because as bad as it was, I was kind of surprised at how Madison was like, yeah, peace out, I'm, no thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, she even went, and they did show it, how... Barb went into went in on Madison about you know you gave him an ultimatum and that's up to him and well this has nothing to do with you like why are you even not even a little this is obviously something in the past that they're still hashing out um but and then she kind of fought back and was like I didn't tell him not to I told him it would be you know hard to move past it and whatever and she didn't really buy any of that, and it just continued to go downhill from there. Yeah, it's just this weird – I don't know whether it's the the mama bear, like, I see this as you attacking my son or whatever, but they kept bringing up all these differences, all these differences. But clearly there aren't that many that they saw as being difficult to overcome because literally only the, hey, I'm going to be uncomfortable if you – are intimate if you have sex with one of these other women's other than that women's other these other yeah. women other than that it was pretty like he was understood like yeah your faith is stronger than mine i feel like i could do better than that we'll sort of meet in the middle yeah, there like, what is the, what is the big huge difference that we're missing besides that do you think I she's don't... really going to be that hard line stance against line dancing yeah oh i don't know you know you like to go out and line dance <laughs> And maybe it's just because... You know how you get when you line Seriously, and, and I don't know if it's just because they see him every single day because, God bless him, he still lives at home. Hopefully not much longer. I don't think much longer uh, after this. How can you? I mean, I just... Oh, God. But it was just so weird. And like I said, showing us what was coming, but times 100. Um, because then she leaves, and almost immediately it's... Okay, we've got to do the hard sell on Hannah Ann. Yeah. Like, right? This is an easy yeah, decision. It, it just turns into the Barb show after Maddie leaves. <sighs> I mean, we finally get the the scene that we've been teased with the from the beginning. The reason behind the cry. Thinking, is it about Hannah Ann? Is it about Hannah B? Is it about a producer? Is it about Madison? Is it about Ooh. Kelly? <laughs> it about Which was Ke a weird theory. Is it about Kelly? Um, and we found out that, in fact, it was about Hannah Ann because, what is she? An angel. An earth. angel on earth. Put here for you. 
because even though she's only spiritual and, you know, faith is a big difference between the two, I prayed and asked for God to yeah. bring you someone, and it's... God put her there for oh you. Oh, my God. Like, quote, you have a gem waiting for you who is madly head over heels in love with you. Madison is a sweet girl, lovely girl, but Hannah Ann is an angel on earth. I hope God enlightens him and allows him to find his way. Like, and a mother's intuition is never wrong. <laughs> oh, Barb. Barb, don't what are you doing? Don't let her go. And I know she's raised two kids, but don't you know when you tell your kid don't do something, the one thing they want to do is that exact thing? Not only that, but on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Like, every almost every time the parents are not fully for a contestant, in the end, it usually ends up being that contestant. Of course. And he has to take this sort of just berating from his family and then go on a one-on-one with Madison. And, you know, I guess he sort of gets over it because he's then already decided, like, okay, she's the one. We're going out to to the rock and we're going to have this picnic and it's going to be great because I have this this one woman that I love and I think the show actually might have ended on this date I think if she didn't walk away like I think it might have been like you know what you are you are the one and then might have gone to Hannah Ann like in her hotel room or whatever break it off like we've seen before he's gonna pull Colton basically yeah except and then take and then take Madison but Madison beat him to the punch. Real, yeah, really, it was a Colton. Now that I think about it, because he was going to, he wanted the one. Mm-hmm. The one basically said no, and instead of jumping over a fence and continuing to fight for that one, he almost passed out and then decided, well, then I guess. I mean, there's one left, so yeah, um, yeah she's the one all along. I guess I don't know. Maybe kind of a little Rachel esque. In a way. It did remind me of Rachel, too. And and that's why while it was happening, because I wrote uh, on my notes here, I said, Rachel, Peter, Brian. Mm -hmm. And as we know now, it's worked out very much, very well for Rachel and Brian. They're married. Everything seems great. But there was that scene of watching it back of, oh, my God, she's pleading with Peter, like, just propose. Yeah. Everyone wanted Peter. Everyone wanted Madison. So the... The compa- the comparison between those two were definitely definitely there. And because of that, I thought, okay, it can still work with Hannah because it worked with Brian. It was no problem. I'm sure she had to sit him down before it aired and say, listen. By the so, way. So had this conversation. Uh, the whole world's going to see it. And I'm, and I'm thinking, oh, well, he'll explain it to her. It'll be fine. No big deal. Turns out it was a big deal. Uh, you know, because then he goes on the date with Hannah, sort of convinces himself, maybe I guess that he can keep going, but still tells her that he's being torn two different directions, even the one person isn't even there anymore. Yeah, it was, I mean, he started off Hannah Ann's date by saying, not to her, obviously, but I'm mourning this relationship with Madison, like, so much, but I also know that I'm in love with Hannah Ann. So then it really seemed like he got over it pretty fast and then was just like, oh, my gosh, Hannah's the one. Bring in Neil Lane, like all this stuff, and was like, I'm going to propose. I can see a life with her. 
Let's calls her it. father. Yeah. And then gets all pumped up like, woo, yeah, we did it. <laughs> this is going to be great. And then Hannah's like, yeah, I'm not showing up. And then I don't know if that sort of, he did a barb in his head and was like, oh my God. Yeah. What is happening? I'm going to get, everyone's going to deny me. Chris Harrison oh got a lot of great lines in this. Episode. He got to do a lot of great stuff. You know, because he had a long time off. You know, this is the type of, type of the time of year where he doesn't really have to do much. I mean, mm-hmm. not that he really ever has to do much. But yeah. specifically at this point, they're traveling around the world. He's just sort of drinking Mai Tais at yeah. the pool. And, yeah, he gets to, to yeah, so, yeah, we're not sure she's coming. Just letting you know. Just got word. <laughs> I just found not out. Not exactly sure she's coming. She might just be in her dress on her bed for the rest of time. <laughs> Wrinkling it. Just letting you know. <laughs> And then when she finally shows up, because Peter's having a nervous breakdown, I'm like, oh yeah, never mind, she's on her way. Um, well, then Chris was like, do you does he does she know that Madison's not here? And unless he's like, you told her. Uh, no, did you tell her? No, did you? No. <laughs> oh, that's why she's not coming. And I'm seeing that. I'm thinking, why would Chris have told her? But it makes a lot of sense when later on, basically, Chris has to go and do his dirty work. In Alabama, and we'll get to that, but it, it makes a little more sense where he would even think. Because I'm thinking, why would, why would he even contemplate, no matter where his headspace is, that Chris Harrison's going to be like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah, Madison dumped him already, so you're all good. Yeah. Like, but when she finally arrived to see Peter, like, she was, I thought she was going to pass out. Like, she was so nervous and scared like i think even she thought it was going to be madison <laughs> like she was definitely not expecting peter to yeah, like say she had her said. money in on madison in the futures market she's yeah. like i'm gonna clean up on this it's yep. gonna be great um i she was not expecting that proposal hi chris harrison yeah almost falls on the way there yeah probably like oh my god i'm gonna have to walk back to this crying yep. car crying yeah because you know it's gonna be madison and then oh Although in the middle of the proposal, I like how he stops and says, yes, yeah, so Madison left two days ago. And so do you want to be my wife? And she, I, she even brought Hold that on. up in the, after the final rose. Like, you downplayed this. And he did. He was just like, oh, Madison left. Like, after you're, you're did, the one I want. Like, after will you marry me? <laughs> the like, oh, my God, you're the greatest thing ever. I have to follow my heart. By the way, Madison left two days ago. Will you marry me? I mean. Not I sent Madison home. Madison left. But. But in the moment, you're not like, wait, she left or you sent her home? Wait, you don't love her anymore? Like, all this stuff, all open-ended. You're just thinking, By the way, oh, will she, you marry me? Yeah, you're just thinking, oh, she, she yeah, all right, of course she's not there because it's me. Yeah. Oh, right. Not processing that. So I get it because you would think watching it, if someone says that to you you're gonna, and you are having doubts anyways, forget this. Like, I'm just, what's left? Yeah. When... That's been my worry the whole time. Yeah, that was definitely not going through her head in this moment. No, but because obviously she's like, oh, my God, yes, this is great. Dream come true. Everything, you know, hearts, flowers, the whole deal. Yeah. And everything's great. He gets to go home to L.A., tell his family, and they're they're holding hands like they're, you know. That was a little aggressive. Like they're waiting to hear results from a doctor. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they think it's going to be Hannah Ann, so they're smiling. And then he leaves them hanging, and they're like, oh, my God. But I have to follow my heart, and his mom was just (sighs) going to have a heart attack. And Hannah Ann, woo! Yeah. Full celebration. My God, we love her so much. 
my daughter. Yeah. A little obsessive, I think. I mean, for I'm meeting st- someone for like an hour total, maybe. I'm starting to think if Barb doesn't somehow convince Hannah to marry her, <laughs> maybe she'll try to pawn her off on Jack. Yeah. Because That'd be awkward Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> I don't. You think Barb is inviting Madison to Thanksgiving? Please. Like, <laughs> Hannah and Jack, Peter and Madison, the same table. She's like the. I don't know how old she is, but let's say she's the 50 year old version of like, I'll find you, <laughs> but with her son's boyfriend, girlfriends or boyfriends. Maybe whatever. Hannah and and Jack would make a good couple. And clearly, Jack and she's was, got the in laws already. Jack was all in on that too, but. <laughs> It's just the fact that they were doing cartwheels and calling her their daughter already. Yeah. It just call me. Like, I almost wanted to be like, you better be calling me mom. <laughs> come on. I can't wait till you come here. Yeah. Um, and then we fast forward another month and Hannah and Peter, who are still engaged. And I say still because, you know, as you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not. And it starts out, I think, pretty normal. Before it starts to look a lot like Ari and Becca. Yes. Because. It was, it was basically a replay of that, except, I don't know, I still didn't feel as, like, against Peter as I did no. against Ari. This like didn't it feel was as a, dirty. It was definitely a different situation. Like, when Ari was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, she's the worst person ever. I, I could barely watch it. It was so uncomfortable. But this time I'm like. All right, I can see he made the wrong choice. Like, I was, like, still on board with Peter with it. And I'm not 100% sure that he knew that's how it was going to go with her visiting there. Obviously, camera crew, whatever, they know they're going to have the talk. But I don't know if he knew the talk was leading to, I'm getting the ring back, and this is definitely going to be over. Yeah. I mean, he's waffled so many times. I think that's fair to think that, oh, he could still think this ends up with them hashing out and being like, we're good. Mm-hmm. As ridiculous as that might sound, yes. especially now, just because it's Peter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's crazy. Yeah, no. But it went so far to be like a mirror of the Ari Becca thing where she gets up and goes to, into the bathroom and he eventually follows her and the yeah. houses even look similar. But I also think like when Becca went to see Ari, she was not expecting anything like that to happen like they seem to still be on great terms when hannah ann walked into this house like it was awkward right off the bat like they barely hugged they were like oh it's been a month hey and they openly immediately talked about how you know i've been honest with you and this has been tough and i really appreciate you and so as much as hannah ann you know once she was sure like okay this is over then she turned it on and we saw okay, now I'm going to let loose because this is over. Yeah, I think they must have had been having disagreements, you know, on the phone or FaceTime, however they were communicating, because when they saw each other, it wasn't like, oh, oh my, my God, God, how are you? Like, Beck and Ari, like, they, she was so excited to see him, and he was even kind of giving it back a little bit. Um, and then, she, like, talk about being blindsided. Yeah, like, that Becca was, was not... Forget about blinds. That yeah. was a full-on ambush. Yeah, not expecting that. And, like, I feel like, I mean, Hannah Ann was still shocked about this, but I don't think it was completely out of the blue. Like, I feel like they have been, they were fighting probably for that past month. Yeah, she went in with all the information, finally. 
yes. which she didn't have, obviously, when she accepted the, the proposal. Again, not necessarily knowing how it was going to end, but at least knowing all of the players now in the game. Whereas, yeah, like you said, Becca was on cloud nine still. Everything's great. Look at my ring. Look at my new tattoo. This is great. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way. and <laughs> I just, love Lauren. <laughs> yeah. So definitely different, but it just, you started to see that, you know, the sort of the same feels. And then, like I said, once the flip went, you know, they flipped the switch and mm-hmm. she was just... You took my engagement from me. This is don't, yeah. why are you let following him me it. out? I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Although then she held his hand to the car, which I thought was a little weird. Yeah. Typical. But then put the hand up, and be like leave. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> Talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. We're done. You had this sort of okay. So this is over. They had it out. Weird transition to live in L.A. So from L.A. to L.A. Yeah. And we get to have it sort of rehashed again. Yeah. And see them go at it again. Wait, I just loved the live feed of Barb and Hannah Ann during this whole thing. Like, that was the smartest thing they did in this episode. It was really good. I mean, it made everything, like, made you feel bad for, you know, Madison and even Hannah Ann at some point. (laughs) Um, But the live feed of Barb was just And that's why during the proposal, you knew it didn't work out. Because... Barb, who obviously is president of the Hannah Ann fan club, just stone-faced and looked like somebody kicked her puppy. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I don't know what happens, but I know it's nothing good with Hannah Ann because just Barb is just terrible poker face. Yeah, she was not happy, and it was just basically like, I can't believe Peter could do this. Like, I'm so disappointed in my son. Like, that's what her face was saying. And, you know, I know that I'm going to be on the, the minority side here. Um... But so Hannah Ann comes out and just rips into Peter. And I will say this about Peter. First of all, I do think he deserves most of it. And I give her credit for being able to get through all that and just deliver it like right cross, uppercut. Like she crushed him. Yeah. Could have done without Barb cheering it along. That was a little weird. So weird. But I think much like Barb, I thought Hannah Ann got to the ledge. And then just went right over. And it was very, to me, it was McKenna-level, like, scripted lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very scripted. You know, and I get it. It's the age group or whatever. But, to like, I don't know if she thought at the time, especially the, the pre-record, obviously, not the live on couch, you know, when she was talking about Be My Own Rock, if she was doing, like, a Bachelorette thing. But it's just the, you know, if to find a woman, you need to be, be a man. And yeah. It's like. Just none of it that part fit. felt organic anymore. Yeah. It's, and so I know going, you know, following along on Twitter during the finale, everyone, 99% of people that were watching this show, it's all about Hannah Ann. And I'm, I don't want to totally take away from that, but it just, it got to a point for me where it's like, enough. Like the fight's over. We get it. Like they threw the towel in. All he's yeah. doing there is sitting and saying, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, he's not, not disagreeing with anything. He wasn't doing one of those half apologies. He wasn't trying to go shoot back and say, oh, but you did this. He said, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I took that from you. You're. I mean, how many times can someone tell you they're right and you still keep saying, you did this? Yeah. Like, I Let know I did this. I, I'm, I'm telling you that <laughs> I did and I'm sorry for it. So I know that that's not the popular opinion, but I really do think that Hannah just 
went, she like got to the line and then yeah, she just, went too long. Just pushed it over, like yeah. You know, to use use a sports right, like when you're up forty points on a team, you don't go and then dunk the ball on them and be like, ha ha. No, the game's over. Yeah, like, dribble it out, and yeah. maybe that's better for Madison the basketball analogy, but yeah. like, it's over. Yeah, I just couldn't like I just couldn't believe. I mean, I could believe because we know how Barb has been through this episode, but. I mean, he she was just going like in on Peter and like just tearing Peter apart and, and Barb was just sitting there like, Yep, you tell him, girl. Like you're right. It's he almost, is horrible. He yeah. is a terrible person. Like, that's your son. What are you doing? Oh. Like, and you know, to have just this whole thing, him just like one punch after another after another, and Chris is just he doesn't even do anything at that point. I think he was afraid, honestly, to say anything. With I mean, all the all of her expressions and all of Hannah's words towards Peter, and Peter's just sitting there, and Chris Harrison's just sitting there, like no one. The audience doesn't know if they should clap. Like, yeah, there was, was definitely just, some awkward. Like, wait, is that an applause? Line? We, no, wait. Yeah, do we clap? Are we taking sides? How yeah. is this working? And the one thing Hannah mentioned that just no one followed up on, and how this happens. She says, oh, well, then you had to get in contact with Hannah B. to get closure. So this, my engagement yeah. involved three women. How does no one follow up on this? Yeah. Like, Chris, you're sitting there having nothing to do because Yeah, just, where did Hannah B. come into this equation all of a sudden? Because it's supposed to be just, oh, well, he's still in love with Madison, and he decided to go back to the, the woman he's supposed to be with, which obviously we've seen a bunch the last, you know, however many years. But then she drops this bomb that Hannah B is somehow involved and just no one follows up. Yeah. Maybe that was a Victoria F situation. Like but you there's couldn't no, talk about her. I guess. But as soon as that happens, I said, Wait, oh, we're going to get more of this. Yeah. Nope. Still, I mean, I haven't, you know, if you've seen something, I don't know when, you know, when something will come out. But at Bachelor Podcast, let us know because I went yeah. looking before we recorded well, this and I haven't seen a thing. Yeah. I didn't know if she meant it as you needed like you needed the closure to finally get over Hannah B or if Hannah B actually had some sort like he contacted her that's what I about need to something. know and like how they don't I, cover at first that. at first I took it as Hannah B was involved because Hannah B was still probably will always be in Peter's mind in some mm. some way um and that's how she was involved in this, or if something actually happened. Because then I, so I, like thought about it again, and I was like, wait, did she actually have something to do with this, like physically, or was it just like, meaning mentally, like right. you had Hannah B in your mind, now you're engaged to me, so that kind of goes away, and that's how she's involved. I don't really know. I guess maybe, hopefully, we'll find out. Well, at some point, I mean, Probably Hannah didn't really point. have a lot to say afterwards. The, the Hannah Brown, she um, she certainly didn't comment on uh, on this exactly, but she made because they'll still end up together down the line. Oh, you're still on that train, huh? It's huh? gonna be years, but they're gonna end up together. Her only comment on the entire thing was, "Hannah is a great name and roll tide." End of story from Hannah B. So. She wasn't saying much. Yeah. Um, but after Smart. that, right, after that, you know, Chris is still saying, we don't know how this is going to end, which was sort of half-baked because 
at this point, none of it's a surprise to even Peter because we go to a recorded clip of Chris goes out to, to Auburn. To, he was being a real-life Cupid going to Auburn to well, find her. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't Peter just go out and tell her what happened and make a plea? I don't know. I think more of the surprising factor of having Madison just show up three months later in his backyard. I guess, maybe. But the best was when he got to Madison's house and Barb was just rolling her eyes like crazy on that live feed. It was insane. I still just can't get over it. None of it. It's, it's a real-life monster-in-law. So, oh, it just... And it was bad before we even get to the end because we haven't gotten to the worst part. And it was already too bad. Like It was, it already, was already to the way point too bad. Where it was just awful. And... So I, you know, I guess I'm going to LA, and she, you know, sort of, because she, it was funny to see the, the gears going, like as he's. So what happened? He got engaged, but then broke it off. Huh? He's single. So what does that well, is he okay? mean? <laughs> and she, I think was it was a very real reaction because she's like, well, you know, I hope he's okay. I'm confused, but. Happy? It's definitely a high school situation. Like, I feel like he was talking, you know, like in middle school or high school when you're like, well, oh, he broke up with her. Like, does he still have feelings for me? Does he talk about me? Like, what's he thinking? Is he okay? How was the breakup? Like, does he like me? Circle one. Yeah, exactly. Yes, circle no, yes or circle maybe. no. And then all of a sudden she's like, all right, we're heading to LA. Second chance. And then he just gets so confused when she... Walks up. Yeah, it's supposed to be Chris in his, in his backyard, and then all of a sudden With it's heels. Madison. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the loudest high heels ever. <laughs> well, I mean, between that and the heart, I don't know what sort of the yeah. the sound was the winner. Um, but even then, they both just sort of say, oh, yeah, I never felt out of love with you. I'm in love with you. This is great. But we don't really get any closure. So then we flip to the couch, and Chris is like, so what's going on? And they both sort of still say the same thing. Like, I have love for him. I have love for her. We're taking it one yeah. di- one step at a time, one day at a time. I don't know if Chris was expecting him to propose. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Or... And then, yeah. And then it just turned to, like, straight Jerry Springer <laughs> or some oh. some Dr. Phil type thing where it's just, like, the parents versus the kids yelling at each other. So they give Barb the floor. And instead of just saying, I'm glad that my son followed his heart. Uh, obviously, he knows how we felt about Hannah Ann. But you know what? He loves Madison. We're going to get to know her. And, and we wish the best for our son. Because that would be too friggin' easy. Yeah, it was anything but that. Whenever that fuse You could was, not be more oh my opposite God. of Whenever what you just said. Whenever that fuse was lit, it finally went off because it was, you didn't see what was on the finale. She made us wait three hours and we were jet lagged. Hannah Ann just embraced us with love. We just loved her so much. Like, she wouldn't say that she was, she was in love with savage. our son. Savage. And just she didn't even apologize for being three hours late, and she just said she wasn't in love with them and wouldn't accept a proposal, and there was just no connection there. One one would compromise, one wouldn't compromise. Then what I thought was, like, you want to talk about savage. 
is when she's sort of starting to feel that, okay, I might have made a grave mistake. I need someone to back me up. She says in Spanish yeah. to her husband, say something, say something bad, help me, which he sort of does. He's like, eh, different lifestyles, too much complications. Yeah. Well, I think he eh. wasn't going to completely he wasn't go, full go on Barb's side because you're – you're basically just going against your son, too. There was no smart way. He kind of just tried to stay in the middle, but in the end kind of went on Barb's side, too. Um, But, yeah, it was just... I I felt so bad for Madison because regardless of what you think of her or what Barb felt about her, like, what an awkward situation. So uncomfortable, and she... I thought she did great with it because one million percent. If she were a rude person, like Barb's making her out to be, like there could have been a lot of back and forth, and there ended up being a little bit. But she, like, you need to stick up for yeah. yourself. Um, if anything, Peter could have jumped in a little bit more. I, that's what I was just gonna and say. And not that she needs his defending because she took it like a champ and was just smiling. She did great. And yeah. like, is my journey. I get to choose too. It's not just him choosing. Yeah. I'm choosing. But Peter could have d- done a little more than, uh, trust me, I love her. That should be enough. Yeah. I think he was like scared. <laughs> <laughs> he waited an awfully long time before saying anything. But like I said, yeah. you know, Madison could take care of herself. I get that. But at some point, if someone's saying that to your girlfriend or boyfriend, or it's not someone, your mother, <laughs> don't you at some point just stop her midway and be like, yeah, yeah this, is, this is done. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're here. You're there. I'm sorry if you're not going to be able to accept this, but this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And then she finally was like, okay, we want the best for you. But. But you're completely, you're two completely different people. Like, you're not going to last. Like. How do we get over this? Well, he's just going to have to fail to succeed. (laughs) Oh, my God. All his friends and family know this isn't going to work out. Like, oh, okay, good. We're just dropping gasoline on it. Cool. Like, what is it? What? She just, she lost it. And Crazy. You know, at the end, like I said, Peter finally did say, like, I love her. She loves me. That should be enough. End of story. Clearly just not, like, going in one, out the other to to Barb. Yeah. She even, you know, Chris was trying to hurry it up. Be like, guys, we got to. Yeah. I'm sure you'll work it out. Yeah. Okay, Claire. <laughs> well, yeah. I think so. We never got any sort of closure on what the hell's happening yeah. with Peter and Madison because it was so like shell shock from Barb that yeah. Other than just well, we're taking it day by day, we got nothing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I want it to last, but I just can't. I can't see it working out with Barb in the mix. Like if. It would definitely work out, I think, if he had supportive parents. Any sort of support. Um, but I, I, it would be extremely hard to have. I mean, they're not engaged or whatever, but a mother-in-law that is so against you. Yeah. And like wants to see you fail in every way possible. Like, I really, I can't hope even imagine that. Not only that they last, but they get married. They've got kids. Like I just. And not just because, obviously, I, you know, listen, I hope everybody finds what they're looking for. But just to yeah. stick it to Barb. Oh, my God. Like, And if that, like, I feel maybe at some point she'll come around and be like, oh, remember that time I hated you? Like, <laughs> I actually like you now and you 
you gave me grandchildren and all this stuff, but I think it's a long, long way to that if they can even make it to that point. If anyone was sliding into Barb's DMs before and saying how great she was, which I don't buy that, they certainly weren't after I that performance. That yeah, exactly. Yeah, about that DM, uh, never mind. Because I'm blocking you. In a span of, you know, you can say the two hours, but even just those last 20 minutes, because you could you could forgive almost all of what she did. The rolling of the eyes, the, the stone face, whatever. If she would have just said, he's my son, I love him, I want him to be happy, and I will support him. The end. Even if you said it through grunt, you know, your teeth like this, haha, it would be over. Yeah. But to just in that short a time to basically become not only the villain of this season, which when does that happen? Forget about a mother being the villain, but yeah. happening at like literally the last quarter hour of the season to being one of maybe the biggest villains this show's ever seen. I would say that. Which I is would back you up on that. <laughs> mind blowing to me. Yeah. I can't even fathom. No. It was rough. It was it was hard to watch at some point because I couldn't even imagine being in no. Madison's spot. Oh my god, no. And like just having the boy you supposedly love's mother just reaming it on you. Like it was it was hard to watch and I think it ended at a good time because I think it could have gotten worse if possible. Yeah. Just needed um, one more, you know, conflict. But just... it was definitely an awkward transition. Like All right, well, hope you guys <laughs> work it out. Uh let's bring out Claire. And you know, Claire sort of clearing the deck and, listen, we're bringing out an adult. And, uh, you know, they have this initial group of guys that they, if you go to the Bachelorette Facebook page, they uh, they gave us a little a primer to get ready. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Uh, well, so before we get to that, uh, Peter, Madison, you said you don't think it's going to work out. How long of a time frame you think before, like, they're officially, whether they're dating or not, whether it's officially official that... It's no more before we get to Claire's men. Um, unfortunately, like a, maybe a couple of months, I think. Yeah. But again, if Barb weren't part of this situation and e- even if they made up like all those things that you put her through on national TV, like that's that's tough to get over. Um, but maybe a month with Barb in the mix Oof. because... Peter obviously still cares for his mom, but at the same time, it was that was like not, it wasn't okay. Yeah, I think to do that on, especially on national TV. We get these guys until somewhere in the holidays, and then they realize as they're trying to juggle holidays between, you know, Louisiana or I mean Alabama, and then LA with parents that obviously aren't very forgiving, uh, and a whole family really because the brother. Um, but I do think they're going to give it a go, but ultimately the Barb factor will just be too much, which is just, yeah. oh God, it just sucks. It's so bad. Um, and I don't know, like, do we even have a winner? So we pick fantasy teams because it's, did anyone even get picked? I mean, I don't, that was my question. Like, is it a tie? I think it's a tie because I mean, technically you won because if he, you go he by Hannah full Ann. season. Um, but in the end, he chose Madison, which was on my, which she was on my team. I'd call it a tie, but <laughs> just, most, just an L for all of us. <laughs> yeah, it's a loss for like Bachelor Nation as a whole. <laughs> <sighs> um, so we get Claire, 
which will hopefully be a big W because uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a, a grown-up season of The Bachelorette. Thank God. But it's interesting. So she'll be 38 by the time, I guess, this show airs. And how many men, I don't know if you've seen the ages of the people. Um, I have. Okay. I didn't do any counting, but. So there's, the oldest person is 42 currently. Obviously, they could add people. But yeah. then 38, 36, then you get into all multiples. 33, 31, 30, 29, 28. And these are where the most of them are. So there's five 28-year-olds, five 27-year-olds, five 26-year-olds, five 25-year-olds, and then a baby 23-year-old. Well, they got to keep it for to find the next Bachelor. True. Out of this. So they probably, they're still going to go, I think, the baby Bachelor route. But you're telling me they couldn't have given her, like, a five more. people over 40? You yeah. One or even in the 30s. Or even in the 30s. Upper, yeah. Sure. Upper 30s. But you couldn't give her a couple, one person older than her? Yeah. Like, I just, I'm hoping that she doesn't get hamstrung the same way Peter was. And as he said, he made a million and one mistakes. A lot of these issues were his own. Yeah. So, I get it. I think it, I think she, I mean, she said it, but I think she kind of does try to go younger. Um, Because she did say it when she was announced first um, that she has dated younger and she tends to do that. So I think producers just ran with that and be like, oh, we can still get a 20-year-old bachelor at the end of this if anyone's good enough. But they better have real jobs because she... She's not messing around. No, no, no. She's on a timeline. Very clear what she wants, how she wants to get it. Uh, And yeah, she didn't put a a number on it. And I think that's kind of cool for someone who is seen as like the old... You know, she's my age, so I, I certainly don't think old. she's old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the old Bachelorette, uh, and it does give ABC an out. That's a great point. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, it's cool. She said like she likes younger guys. Yeah. Don't think she meant 23, but okay. You didn't specify. Maybe. <laughs> you didn't say, oh, 28-year-olds. Uh, and so we'll get that uh, on May 18th. In the meantime, we'll get Listen to Your Heart. Um, a six-episode event. Special Six episode event. Um, I'm guessing we might have more successful relationships out of that than these. Yeah. Last. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a bunch of Jeds. So. <laughs> well, but we'll again, see. Jed up front might not be as bad as like Jed what we saw, because you know they're just there for their career as opposed to him having. The, I guess. That's true. I don't know. Um, I'm excited for the Bachelorette. Totally. And I think it's going to be a good. I agree. Good season. um, So we get The Bachelorette coming this summer. And then Bachelor in Paradise. Yep. And we get, whether you want it it or not, the Winter Games. There's just Possibly Summer Games. Or Summer Games. Yeah, but it sounds like it might be canceled because of the whole stuff with the Olympics and Olympics (sighs) not happening. People trying to ruin our Bachelor fun. Yeah. Don't they know? Well. Bachelor Nation is stronger than the stronger than the virus. That's right. Corona <laughs> this. Uh, but Katie, thank you as always. Thank you. Amazing what job. What a season. What a season. My God, thank God it's over. It felt like it was 10 years long. Uh, no, this finale felt like it was 10 years long. <laughs> um, Forget at about Bachelor the season. Pat, at Bachelor Podcast on all socials. Um, what I've been doing, because it's fun, is you go up to a friend's phone and be like, hey, can I see your... 
your your phone. If you have Radio.com, you type in Bachelor Podcast. I'm just going to subscribe you to this. Or if you got Spotify, just type in Bachelor Podcast. I'm going to subscribe you to this. They don't even have to listen. Just just for fun. You're looking for but something But they end up do. listening. There you go. And before we go, we get to hear from everyone's favorite former Bachelor, Ben Higgins. Talked to him on our local morning show here, and he had some thoughts on Peter's finale. Really hard to watch for multiple reasons, and I'm not going to overdraw it out here. One is it's tough for Peter. He goes through this whole thing that he tries his best, and he, you know, if you like him or not, he tried his best, and now he walks out of it kind of like without anything to show for it, and and, and the, just a lot of pain. And then second, we watched last night a family have massive, massive arguments that nobody should be involved in but them, but they did it on national TV, which was just really awkward and really hard and really unfortunate because I guarantee that it's sticking with them today. You know, but guys, my mom had a terrible time with this. She struggled. It was hard for her to process. She just didn't love the idea that she was meeting my fiance for two hours before I got engaged. That was a lot for her to consume. The difference, though, and I just talked to my mom this morning about it, the difference that my mom did is she at least had my back, and she at least didn't make things awkward on national television ever. Last night was hard, and it was awkward, and it was super cringeworthy. Can you imagine what your mother would have been like if they had the picture-in-picture of her during your season the way they did with Peter? Yeah, I hope that she would have just kept a straight face and sat on her hands the whole time so that you're not clapping when your son is getting ridiculed. I don't think she would have clapped as I was getting embarrassed on stage. Uh, We saw Claire, the new Bachelorette, on stage last night sort of cleansing the palate of everything yeah. that happened last night. Uh, do yeah. you know Claire? What, do you, what are your thoughts on her as the new Bachelorette? Well, I think it's a great decision for, for them. Um, I do know Claire. I did a, a show called Winter Games uh, with her a few years ago. The truth is, you know, and I, and I don't know how to say this without probably getting myself into trouble, but right now when you're 20 years old, 21 years old, you might be ready for marriage. I can't say that you aren't. But the truth is, if you do, if it doesn't happen to end in a relationship, you're just shaking it off pretty quick and moving on and, you know, posting on social media. The difference with, like, the Claire and her group of people will be they've been through some stuff. They've learned some stuff. They felt heartbreak. They know what it feels like to feel like they're never going to find somebody. And so it's going to have a, that, a little bit of, like, hey, this, could, this is really maybe my last chance to give it a good old effort for a while. And I think we need to see that again. We want to see people passionately pursuing love and relationship who want it. And I think that's what we're going to get with Claire's season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.